Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Shellheads. Uh, we've been gone, what, two weeks? Has it been two weeks? I think it's been two weeks. Yeah, um, it's yeah. been a week. Uh, two weeks. Blah, blah, blah. It's been a while. It's, it's, it has been a while. We well, it hasn't been at like a like an odd amount of time to like, like it's only been two weeks. Like it's not like we've been gone for a month. Right. Well, feels like it. I'm Sergio. I'm one of your hosts. The other host is with me. His name is Jeff. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm good. How are you, uh, Sergio? Uh, fantastic. You uh, sound you sound freshly tattooed. Oh, you know, it, it might be because I just got one today. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Now my arm feels nice and sunburned. It's cool. It's cool. Oh, good. And what did you get? Uh, I got a, a moonwalking spaceman. Yes. So I so won't I, do that to my body, but I approve <laughs> of you putting that on yours for everyone to see and enjoy because yes. Is 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 because you're scared of the pain? No, I just don't feel the need to uh, express myself artistically in that manner. That's the nicest possible way you could have put that. Well, yeah, I don't have anything against tattoos as long as they're not on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just figured you're into so many fandoms. Like, I, I, I you would be the guy who would get a, a Decepticon logo on one arm and an, uh, what's what's the good guy? Autobot. Autobot logo on the other arm. Like that that's that's who you would be if you were a tattoo guy. Sergio, I'm into so many freaking fandoms, my entire body would be covered. Yeah, yeah. If I was a tattoo guy. <sighs> well, Jeff, this is the Shellheads podcast, not the Tattoo Heads podcast, so we should probably get get to our topic today. Yes. It's a very special topic. Uh yeah, yeah, this is episode 39 and and we've been kind of uh, waiting for this this mini series to end. Uh, it's, it's, it's been in the hopper for what, seven months now, seven or eight months yeah. uh, with, you know, with all the COVID delays. Uh, but boom comics, uh, announced late last year that they were releasing a five issue mini series, uh, of the Ninja Turtles, uh, and the Power Rangers teaming up. Did not even see that coming. I didn't see it coming, but it's it's one of those things that when you say it out loud, it makes sense. Oh yeah. There's there's not like that that weird dissonance where you're like, what? Why is why are turtles teaming up with Orange is the New Black? Like, there, there's just certain properties that don't go together. These two kind of go together. Oh, most definitely. Considering that they were somewhat rivals in the '90s. I don't I, – I, maybe a little, a little. Uh, towards the end of the Turtles run, I would say, because cause, cause the Turtles were big, late 80s, early 90s. Power Rangers then kind of took the torch and ran with it into the 2000s. Oh, it ran hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and we've talked about Power Rangers before, so I don't want to get too deep into uh, like like my my history or, or, or my level of, of fan fanness for, for the – the Power Rangers, but, but growing up, I was a little bit out of the age range for Power Rangers. Yeah. You know, I was just getting into like middle school and my brother was like six years younger than me and he was really into Power Rangers. So I kind of just exposed myself to them that way. And right. every once in a while I would turn my head and be like, Oh, that was kind of cool. Yeah. This show's really lame though. Yeah. Power Rangers are dumb. 
that was pretty cool though. You know, I I was that kid. Right, right. And I, and, and I still stand by the whole Power Rangers are kind of dumb. But reading this kind of put them into a perspective that I can get on board with. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I think we'll get into that as we as we dive into the issues themselves. Issue five oh. just came out last Wednesday. Yeah, that's pretty fresh. Yeah, very fresh. Uh, this I guess we can consider this an emergency episode. Most definitely. Uh, what? But before we actually go into the the issues themselves, what 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 is your exposure to Power Rangers? How big of a Power Rangers guy are you, Jeff? I, I would say, well, over the like when I was a kid, of course, I was like I'd never seen anything like it, and so it was exciting and new, and like oh, I had to have the toys. Couldn't find the toys. I just I really got into it, but like over the years, I've become more of a more of a purist and so i'm more of a super sentai fan which is what power rangers came from it still takes me back i still have an affinity for it and i still love it i grew up playing the video games i still had the games super nintendo games like one of my favorites i i would say i enjoy all of it but as a whole i'm a much bigger super sentai fan but after reading this i'm want to get the trades for the other (laughs) stuff yeah, yeah, like like this version of the Power Rangers, I can actually digest and actually enjoy. Like, I, yeah. I think my disconnect with the TV show was just how bad the production was. Yeah, you know, they had these huge ideas about you know these these giant mechs and and, and giant kaiju looking things, you know, and all of the the suits looked tacky. The 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 sets were were bad uh like all this all the, the like the buildings they knocked over were clearly made of cardboard like it, it's it's like they learned how to make movies in the 40s and then didn't learn anything else between then and 1995 and and even as a kid like i guess i could i could tell that there was a compelling lore underneath the surface uh-huh uh and I think we got some of that lore in the first movie uh, because I really enjoyed the first movie. I was like, I'm not a Power Rangers guy, but this is kind of cool. As I've aged, like I've kind of grown a rose-tinted glasses attitude towards the Power Rangers. Like I was really hyped for that new movie, and despite all actual Power Rangers fans hating it, I really loved it. Yeah. So, so I I am completely on board. For a crossover with my favorite mutants and the Power Rangers, uh, and I guess that's where we jump into the comics themselves. Um, I get a real Batman versus Turtles vibe from this, especially that, from the animated feature. He actually, like, it, it's funny you say that. You're absolutely right, and not not only is there a, a, a big Batman t- Turtles like vibe, but this they use the same tropes. Yeah, uh, which kind of bugged me. But it, if if you if you know if you're looking at this in like a vacuum, like nothing else exists, uh, I, I feel like they do a lot of really clever things with the characters and the the, the mechanics. That also, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, because I have opinions. Okay, so you want to you want to jump into it? Yes, let us. 
Okay. So this was produced by Boom Studios, written by Ryan Parrott. Ryan Parrott? Did he say that? Perot? 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 Sorry for mispronouncing your name. Uh, Uh, It looks like Simone DeMeo. DeMeo? Did the art. So, cool. Good art. Really dig the art. Uh, Yeah, the art is anime-influenced, I would say. And it has kind of like that, that 90s aesthetic a little to it. But I wouldn't call it anime. Like it's no. not like it's not like the eyes are huge and it's not like everything is too crazily exaggerated. It but definitely it, it, has it, Japanese influence. It, it but it does have Japanese influence, which I'm fine with. You know, the, yeah. the, the Power Rangers originated in Japan, so that's fine with me. Uh, the way the story starts, uh, the turtles are fighting foot. Power Rangers are fighting what they fight. What are those things called? Just Rita's monsters, uh, putty patrollers. Putty Patrol, and there was some big Rita monster there. And it was just the Five Rangers, not uh, the Green Ranger. Yeah. Tommy. And of course, they're they're fighting. I'm not going to go over each detail. Of course, we're not going to go over the plot details, detail for detail. We do assume that you have read them, uh, or you're not going to read them, and you just kind of want a, a plot synopsis. Mm-hmm. So I guess we don't ever do spoiler alerts here, but spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just came out last week, so there's that. Um, the turtles are fighting the foot, and they come across this new dude who doesn't have a foot mask on, and th- he kind of works Raphael. Yeah, like, just really waxes a shell. Yeah, yeah. And we find out pretty quickly that the new foot soldier that beat the crap out of Raphael is Tommy from the Power Rangers. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah, he's not in his Power Ranger suit. He's not, you know, he hasn't used, he's not using his coin or whatever, but he's trying to infiltrate the foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Power Rangers, of course, are wondering, where's Tommy? We don't know what's going on. Blah, 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 blah. And they put just enough Power Rangers backstory into it that it clearly fits into some sort of canon. Mm-hmm. But you're not sure which one. Like, I'm sure it, – it, I wouldn't be surprised if this fits into the comic book canon that they have mm-hmm. because they established that Kim and Tommy are dating and that Tommy, uh, like in the original television show, uh, was bad for a while. Like, that's how they introduced the Green Ranger. He was the bad guy. Yeah. He was the bad ranger. So 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 they so they're they're really establishing that it's part of some sort of canon. And with top Power Rangers taking the, the 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 lead on this, I'm sure it fits in there somewhere. Yeah. Like it felt like it was part of an uh, like maybe like another again because I haven't read the comics. Um it felt like it was a part of like a pre-existing story like he's gone, what's the deal? Yeah. You know. Um, Karai talks to Tommy. It refers to him as Tommy Marshall, which is not his last name, right? No, it's Tommy Oliver. Oliver, that's right. It's revealed that Tommy is straight up missing. Like, he hasn't morphed, so Zordon doesn't know where he is. Um, which I don't know if that's a thing. I, I don't know if they ever established that the energy that comes from a morph can be tracked. But they use it as you know they use it as a plot device 
so they can find him later. It's been a really long time since I've watched the original show. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't doubt that that would be a thing. Um, so I don't want to discount it as um, not being a thing. Okay. But it makes sense. Okay, so Tommy is sent on some sort of mission from Karai to steal something out of somewhere. Uh, I, I'm assuming it's it's like a like a, t- a piece of tech that they need. Yeah. Uh, and when he gets there, the turtles are there, and that what ensues is a fight between the Green Ranger and all of the turtles. A beautiful splash page of uh, Green Ranger. Yeah. And they're like, no way. Steve the Ninja's a Power Ranger? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the favorite things that they couldn't figure out. Like, who's the new foot guy? I'll just, yeah, yeah. just call you Steve. I, I had totally forgot that the, the Power Rangers could just teleport. Yeah. So, so a, a lot of this is me just relearning stuff that I had forgotten, a, you know, a decade ago. So they, so once they detect Tommy's, you know, morph signature, they teleport directly to him, and they all start fighting the turtles. And then there's just an epic, there's a big, long, epic fight at the end of this issue. Uh, and we find out at the end that Shredder, of course, is involved, and he, he wants the Power Rangers working for him. Uh, whether that means the individuals themselves or him just obtaining the the crystals and giving them to you know other people, none, none of the details are really given. Power coins, not crystals. Whatever. Power. Yes, they're crystals in that one movie that's so good. <laughs> and they're coin power coins, which is kind of lame in the original t- TV show. They fit into the buckler. Okay. They're still dumb. No, they're not. They're coins? Coins. Yeah. Gonna no. smelt it into a dinosaur look like shape. No, it's 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 silly. It's mythological. Don't don't try to attach just It's not do. mythological if it's a coin, Jeff. <laughs> now if it was like some sort of tusk or or, or sorry, it's if, if if it's a coin, it just seems like it's it, it's it's part of, you know, it's an a, ancient dinosaur tribe magic. All that crap. Just go with it. it just go with it? <laughs> I can't explain to you the, the all the details of uh, Sentai's U-Ranger and how they set that all up. Just, okay. Just just go with it. Just I'll just, try to go with it. I'll just, just I'll try to go with it. They're freaking power coins. They're they're coins. Whatever. That's how they get the power. And that's where the first issue ends. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a whole bunch of nuggets you missed. That's what I was about to say. Give give yeah. me your nuggets, Jeff. The nuggets. <laughs> so Donnie's comment about Raph getting his shell waxed. <laughs> like like what do you what do you want to name that that ninja that just shurukened shurukened Raphael? Is like how about Steve? So the naming is still there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, turtles are having a weird, like, human conversation at the beginning of the comic. Like, hey, 
what would you what would you do if you were a human? And he was like, oh, I'd I'd have five fingers. <laughs> Raphael's like, I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually really liked that conversation. Yeah. They, was, they, they really captured the spirit of the Ninja Turtles really well during that during that uh that exchange. Yeah, and like Mikey wants to wear shoes. Right. Just because. And um, they were like, you're the one who wants to wear clothes so much, Raphael. And he does. Mm-hmm. All the time. Um, as each turtle kind of uh, separates off and fights, you know, each ranger... Uh, Donnie going after uh, Billy, of course. All the questions. Just asks him so many questions. And just, I love that. Um, you're right. You're right. Because the, But they're both the smart ones, and somehow they gravitated towards each other. Yeah. Um, and then Donnie asked the most important question of all. He's like, the green dude, how does he play a flute through a metal <laughs> faceplate? I want to know that. You're absolutely right. Uh, but there's some really good dialogue between the Rangers and the Turtles here in this in, in, in this fight scene. Yeah. And even in this even in this book, it the, the Turtles and the, the Rangers seem to be aware that wait a minute, why are we fighting you? Yeah. You know, who's the shredder? What's a shredder? I think is exactly what Zach says. What's a shredder? Yeah. You know, so 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 they're they're telegraphing exactly where the story's going to go, which is is where every single crossover goes. You know, a fight between them where they figure out they're on the same team and then they join up. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a it's a very very predictable story beat. Mhm. Uh, what else you got on issue 1? Um uh, that's about it that I've got. Um, yeah, that, that covered all those bases. Cool, 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 cool. Now, issue two, let's just go ahead and jump to that because it, uh, it, 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 it starts with, with a lot of information. So the turtles and the rangers are still fighting. They're obviously going to befriend each other very soon. And we very quickly learned that the version of April we're getting here is the channel six news person version of April. Yeah. Uh, with a yellow with, with a yellow jacket and everything, we also see the Technodrome. So the version that we're getting of the Shredder is somewhat akin to the original cartoon. Mixed However, Karai is there. Yeah. Uh, so it's use the foot logo from the 2K3 show. Yeah. So it feels like it's a nice blend of both 87 and 2K3. But with yeah. a human shredder. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what I'm feeling here. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um and of course the turtles have their insignias, their letters on their on their belts. Yeah, yeah. Like I, let's let's go ahead and burn through the plot because I have a lot to say about the version of turtles that they have here. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's a like that's a last like end of the show type thing. Okay. Yeah, the turtles and and the rangers befriend each other. Uh, they find out that they're not enemies, and all of them show their so, show themselves to the turtles. They you know they they take their helmets off, and the, the turtles take them into the sewer, 
show them their their lair. Uh, they meet April and they meet Splinter. Uh, but more importantly, when you when they cut back to the Foot Clan, Tommy is still doing his little infiltration game, and he is talking to another member of the Foot Clan named Tyler. Now, this is where I defer to the bigger fan. Is Tyler a known character, or is this something that we 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 have they have made up for this series? That's a very good question because again, if it follows the Power Rangers comic line, I don't know. But um, so, so so basically, you don't remember there being a Tyler in the original cartoon? Not cartoon, <laughs> the original TV show. I do not. Okay. They didn't really go that deep. Like, it was all super watered down, where, like, Super Sentai is actually, like, they don't water it down. So they would have, like, kind of serious, somewhat serious, like, subject matter in some cases. But but it's not like they gave their, they didn't give the, the Rangers characters, like, a lot of background stories. Like, we didn't know where Kim grew up or anything like that. Yeah, it wasn't, the characters weren't fleshed out very well. I mean, it was a it was a kid's show. The turtles are working with the the Rangers uh, to figure out what's going on with the foot and how it ties to you know the uh, to Rita. And we we see a little glimpse of um, Metalhead. Oh yes, uh, pretty good looking Metalhead. Yeah, and there's a throwaway line that. Donatello uses to try to impress Billy, right? Yeah. Uh, what did he say? He was like, uh, we have a blimp, rocket-powered skateboards, uh, let's see... Oh, I, I made... It's it's a miniaturizing ray. It makes big big thing... or It makes things big or little, you know, if it, if you need it, which is the most throwaway, obvious, hey, they're going to need it line Yeah, I've read in a comic book in a very long time. Yeah. Like, it's 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 almost like they're not even trying. <laughs> I do love it, though. I love that, that Donnie is, like, so on nerd point. Like, he knows about the Power Rangers. He, know that he knows they exist. Mm-hmm. And he's just he's so happy. He's so excited to talk to Billy and uh so they track down like a foot not the foot headquarters, but a, a foot like workout Mini place. Boss station. Mid boss station. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I like yours better. Foot workplace. I want to <laughs> see foot Yes. I want to see foot, foot ninja dresses businessmen, getting coffee, guys pushing you know, there's a foot mailman. You know, yeah, I just I want to yeah. see all of that. Foot There's soldier, a foot receptionist. Station. Yes. Well, they track them down to this warehouse and 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 they, they continue their conversations about you know getting to know each other and 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 they have a very lengthy conversation about pizza, <laughs> yes. which was really fun. Uh, ultimately, they end up beating Karai and her men. Uh, and tying her up and trying to find out what the plan is. Because at this point, Tommy has been kidnapped because they knew all along that he was a ranger. They just needed him. Uh, now that he's been kidnapped, they are they've taken away 
his um his morpher, morpher his his what it power coin yeah yeah the shredder uses i i don't think they ever named it but they it, a box some sort of box that unmorphs tommy and then he steals his coin oh, he steals his whole freaking uh buckler his whole well, his, yeah, his yeah. morpher yeah 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 he he steals he steals the morpher and in front of you know a rogues gallery of 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 you know Rita and Shredder's like cronies turns into the Shredder Green Ranger, which is a fantastic panel. It's pretty fan. It's pretty great. Yeah, like they 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 drop a few breadcrumbs here, like the little box that he uses to to depower Tommy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think they they're suggesting that that came from Krang. It definitely feels like it. Yeah, because he he mentions you know friends from other dimensions or allies from other dimensions. Yeah. Uh, so so it he's not just going to think of how to deactivate that thing on his own. He's going to need a buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 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 I so I don't really like that they didn't explain that because he was he was able to just depower and rob a ranger single-handedly with no explanation of where the the technology to do that came from yeah yeah uh, that doesn't sit well with me story structure wise if they do end up making a power rangers ninja turtles crossover two, mm-hmm. and they explain that mm-hmm. that would benefit this this series very much i think they would uh issue two what are the nuggets? Well, let's see here. Because this one had a lot. Oh, the whole, like, um, you know, does pineapple belong on pizza? Yeah. That's a big argument with people. I personally have never tried it. it you've never tried it? Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> here comes the hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can see that. Like, it, it's weird. Do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. I'll I'll give you that, but ultimately, if you like a, a nice ham and pineapple pizza, yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty good. I'd put it on pepperoni. No, 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 no. Tell me how to put my toppings on my pizza. <laughs> okay, Michelangelo. Pizza boss of me. Uh, but th- th- yeah, this book moved it moves at blistering at a blistering speed, man. Like we start this issue with the turtles fighting the Rangers, and we end. With Shredder morphing into the Green Ranger, like it, it, a lot happens here. Yeah, like it's paced very well. It's almost like it's almost like it's paced like a like an animated an animation. It's almost paced like a cartoon episode where you don't you have very little downtime because you you want to you know get to those those action beats. Yeah, yeah. There is I I don't know how how. I don't know how, if I like that, but we'll get we'll we'll talk about that at the end at the end. Yeah, uh, you, got, you got gross pizza toppings like jelly beans, onions, and butterscotch. I was like, ugh. Butterscotch on pizza doesn't sound terrible. Now with onions, I don't think so. But yeah. you could probably get me to eat a pizza with butterscotch on it. Maybe. I I guess when I say there were a lot of nuggets in that episode, like that issue, a lot of there was a lot of things that they kind of call out, you know, like, like Bebop and Rocksteady are there. Um, Goldar is there. 
um, we meet April, or, and 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 there's just a lot of a lot of secondary stuff that we didn't get in the first book. Yeah, I love, I do love how, of course, Michelangelo gravitates to Zach. Yeah, um, I do really enjoy that their little back and forths, um, which is pretty nice. Um, but you don't really get like, like, well, that that. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well then let's, since you're getting ahead of yourself, let's get to the next issue. Cause I think that'll help. Yeah. Uh, issue three, uh, Rita is not happy that the shredder has morphed into the green ranger. Just walked right up in, right up in her house and just, you know, yep. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just, just took her, just took her coin and, and, and left. Um, back at the foot uh, office space, uh, we cut back to the part of the book that has character development because it's really the only one. Uh, it, Tommy and Tyler arguing uh, in in the foot headquarters. Um, Tommy is locked up, you know, because he's been captured. Tyler is not wanting to take him out or let him out, even though they grew up together. Uh, Tommy then uh, apparently Tommy got adopted and Tyler didn't and Tyler felt abandoned even though that's what you, that's just kind of what happens in a, in adoption situations like it's a really messed up situation but it, it it happened the way it was supposed to happen and that informed these characters in this moment the, I, honestly of the entire five issues I feel like this story is the only one that actually went anywhere yeah. Sadly, you know, because it's with some character I've never seen before and Tommy, a kind of an annoying Power Rangers character. Yeah. But that's the story they seem to be telling. Um, Turtles are still hanging out with the Rangers. Uh, they've at this point, they've become real good friends. Zoldar, Zoltan, what's his name? Ah, crap. Zordon. Zordon. There we go. Yeah, Zordon uh, traces Tommy's uh, morph signature again, and he's like, hey, there's something wrong. Um, I can't really find Tommy, but I, I figured out the area he's in. I need you, Rangers. And so they, they morph, leave the turtles in their lair, and boom, it seems as if the turtles' adventure is over. It is very much not. Uh, the, the, the Rangers get to where the Shredder is, and he immediately depowers all of them, and doesn't doesn't allow them to to morph. Uh, they still have their coins; they're still in possession of them. The coins seem to still work; they just can't work with the rangers they've been assigned to. Yeah, which is a very very convenient plot point, and I say it's <laughs> convenient because it because w- once they say it, it's very obvious what they're going to do next. But I love it. Very obvious. Um, with that, right after that, Casey Jones shows up because he was called by the turtles. Hey, my my buddy said you may need some help, and I was in the area. Kind of shoehorned into the story, but it's appreciated. Yeah. Uh, he he comes in really and really just beats some tail, which is good. Uh, the, the 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 Rangers needed it because none of them are powered up right now. 
the Rangers run. They flee because what are they going to do? And that's when Rita then decides to send her monsters to take over New York City. Mm. You know, so it's all it's all pretty good timing from a villain standpoint. Oh, very good. Uh, and the the issue ends exactly where you expect it to end. The, the turtles and the Rangers are all at the the Power Rangers um, headquarters, and it's obvious the turtles are about to use the the, the morphers. Is that what they're called? The the mor- the morphers? Yeah. So it's gonna be the mighty morphin ninja turtles. Yeah. Yeah. That that's 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 the that's what they're setting up for the next issue. Which w- when you pitch this to a comic company, you kinda have to include the turtles morphing. Oh, you have in, to in your pitch to the comic company. Yeah. How how you build your story to get it done is is really the uh, the hard part, but this writes itself. Um, hmm. Again, another very very fast paced issue. Yeah, we got a lot of good stuff in this one. Yeah, yeah, a lot a lot of good stuff in this one. But it but it I mean no time no time to really do anything except see what's happening next because it's just. Panel to panel to panel to panel. It's so fast-paced. Yeah. Um, um, what'd you think? I really, just like the first one, I really enjoy this one. We get, you know, at the beginning, we get that great fight between uh, uh, Green Ranger Shredder and uh, Rita. Um, and, of course, Bebop and Rocksteady are trying to take out Rita's gang, uh, which are just basically hiding um, until Goldar steps in. Um and then they're like, "Hey, I got basically got a bargain with you." Um, yeah, of course, again, the Rangers sitting there eating pizza. You know, love that. Um, Billy's banter a little bit back and forth with Splinter. Uh, that was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we have another Donnie nerd uh, geek out moment when. When the Rangers get the call from Zordon that he's tracked, you know, a weird morphing signal, and they they morph, and the turtles look on, and, and Donnie's like, "So are their clothes underneath those outfits?" <laughs> yes, that was a really good, like, re- really good fourth wall break. Like, he's asking all the right questions, Sergio. They really are, really are. Like this whole this whole series had kind of the this weird wink and a nod going for it. Yeah. Because was it was it Billy that was talking to the Splinter and he was like, so I I don't I don't get it. Were you a man or a rat first? Yeah. And Splinter's answer was yes. Yeah. Like, did the mutagen turn you from a rat into a person or a person into a rat? And he's like, exactly. Exactly. Which. Huh. Uh, yeah, that, that's basically him looking at the camera, winking, and then cutting to another scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100% unnecessary. But great. I don't. I'm not even gonna give it that qualifier. No, it's unnecessary because it doesn't move the plot at all. It doesn't develop the characters at all. It's just a a weird 
it, again, a wink and a it's, – it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it. I, I didn't like that. Okay. I, 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 I thought it was fine. It was fine. Um, the rest – honestly, the rest of the series plays out exactly the way you would expect it to. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into book four. Book four. So we open with the uh, the turtles and April morphing into the Power Rangers, and they all get to say the little the little word Mastodon, Pterodactyl, Triceratops, so on, so on. They even say it's morphin time, which is 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 cute and and, and cool uh, and predictable. But why is April there? Because Kimberly couldn't morph. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat that, and I'm gonna follow it up with a, a few more questions. Why is April there when Casey is there? Don't think they could have made Casey the Pink Ranger. Why not? I don't they know. Made Mikey the Yellow Ranger. Oh well, I actually have. Uh... Reasoning behind that, a lot of times in Japan, the Yellow Ranger is actually not a girl. It's a guy. So that's that's plausible. Okay. In not saying f- a guy can't be a Pink Ranger, but traditionally, Pink is always female. Yes, but remember, this version of April is not a fighter. Like, they've, they've, they've clearly, they've made it clear that she is a reporter. Yeah. So she doesn't come with any inherent combat skills. She would be getting everything from her power coin. Right. Which is, still works out. If Casey would have been, made more logical sense. Eh. And imagine the jokes that could be made. That about, would have been great. About Casey wearing the Pink Rangers suit. like Not in a bad way. But just no, the no, they, they would be pain. fantastic jokes. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, that that's where I was like, oh, all right. I don't, I don't know if I, I I'm on board with this, but all right, I'm I, fine. No, I'm here for the ride, but I'm gonna complain the whole time. Is 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 the attitude that I shifted to when that ha- when I saw that. And at that point, I'll just be like, sit in the back, eat your Oreos, and just <laughs> just be quiet the whole rest of the trip. <laughs> yeah. Cuz cuz like after they show the really cool panel with, you know, the turtles morphed, the very next page or the next two pages are the Power Rangers changing their outfits so they can look ninja. I like that though. Dumb. Oh, it's dumb. It's so incredibly pointless. Not really. I mean, like, what are they going to do? Wear street clothes. They already are, but you can't cover your face more and be in the shadows as a, you know, person in street clothes. I'm going to put on this Assassin's Creed looking hoodie thing to quote unquote blend into the darkness, but I'm also going to wear my big red jacket on top of it. Didn't say it had to make sense. It does, though. At least a little. Like, how much is 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 Splinter really going to train them in the time that it takes the turtles to 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 you know to 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 fight the Rita's? It, I'm, I'm, it just 
it's not at all. Not at all. But hey, maybe they'll get lucky and some of the foot ninja will be colorblind. Maybe. It's it's like, hey, I don't have time to actually train you like a ninja. Let's cosplay for an hour. It's it's fine. It's 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 fun. Okay, it's fine. It's fun. It doesn't make any sense. Eh. Let's cut to the more interesting thing, and that is the turtles fighting as rangers. Uh, and they do a wonderful job of it. Uh, uh, there's a lot of good lines about them trying to understand exactly what what their new powers are and, and, and how they benefit from them. And they can just cut loose because they're fighting not people. Right, right. They're able to just just cut right through putties left and right. Which which is cool. You know, it's 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 again, oh man, I keep I don't I keep finding more flaws. I'm sorry, Jeff. You should be. The turtles already fight enemies that that are not people. They're notorious for slicing through foot soldiers who are robots. Well, yeah. Maybe not in this cannon that they've built, but it's it's just, just weird, weird, weird choices have been made. Weird have choices were made, Jeff. Have an Oreo or three. <laughs> just sit in the back. Hmm. All right. So the, the Power Rangers are driving in the turtle van, which is a sentence I never thought I would say. To the Technodrome with Casey Jones. Uh, they're doing that to go free Tommy from from uh, from foot control. Uh, there we meet Baxter Stockman, white guy Baxter Stockman. Yeah. So this very this this just further cements the fact that this takes place in the '87 cartoon universe. If yeah. it had been more serious, like the, the, it's it's not in this book. But there's a there's a page where Zordon is like, keep in mind that the the power coins like adjust things to fit you or to fit the situation. Because power staff, power bow, power chucks, power size, power blades like, yeah, yeah, it's it's it's. I don't know why they, I don't know why they said, oh, yeah, power. No, the power staff, the um, it's the axe. Yeah, it's the axe. Yeah, it was that was weird, but they kind of explain it later. Yeah. Uh, the 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 Rangers show up. They they save Tommy. Tommy finally uh, convinces his buddy Tyler to to turn on the foot and and fight with him to help get out of there. And they escape. Uh, we start to see some a, a rift developing between Rita and and the Shredder. Mm-hmm. Mainly to Baxter's bumbling. Of course, because he's Baxter, man. He's the yeah. white guy Baxter. He created some kind of weird elite putty soldier. Right, right, because you have to mix bad guys. Yeah. That, that's 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 another crossover trope. Mm-hmm. Um, and they end this book exactly the way they should. And that is with the Technodrome rising from beneath Central Park and Bebop and Rocksteady being uh, enlarged, kaijuified. Yeah. 
Would that be is that the right word? Is that the right way to put it? Mm-mm. Sure, why not? Kaijuified, and the turtles having to take control of the Megazord. And again, it it set it up in a couple of in the in the previous books, where Donnie's like, "Can I drive? Like, can I, can I, you know, getting excited, like getting getting jazzed up to actually see the Megazord." Because he knows it exists. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they like they're they're aware of of what the, the Power Rangers do, um, and then Donnie doesn't get to drive because, because he's, he's the not. Black Ranger. Yeah, and he has to be the arms, which I think is pretty funny. Yeah, it is pretty funny. Um, so it it ends on a it ends on a great like penultimate. Here comes the big grand finale note. Yeah. Uh, but I but I, I hate to repeat myself, but a very predictable note. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a, 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 another thing that you throw in the pitch meeting is turtles drive the Megazord. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the, that's the cost of admission here <laughs> is turtles drive the Megazord. Yeah. Uh, and it, w- w- what else you got for issue four? I, I loved a lot like when when you see the turtles uh, when you see the turtle rangers like you can really a lot of the the pages had that very much like hey this could be on somebody's like folder in art class mm-hmm. you know or like hey I just picked these folders up you know for school and they're like have totally like bodacious freaking 90s you know neon style art so I loved how they went out of their way to make the color schemes just had that aesthetic and that feel to it. Yeah. Um, which was a really, really nice touch. And it's kind of all throughout. Um, the colors are very bright. Oh yeah. Very, very bright. Probably one of my favorite moments. Um, you know, when they, the, you know, of course now having, uh, the ability to use the morphers, the turtles can teleport and they're like, does, does everybody have their arms? It's like, what do you have to ask every time we do that? We teleport Mikey is like safety first. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> it's just great. Um, and then I love how Mikey is insistent. Like, dude, you got to say it and we got to do the pose. Oh like, yeah. Come on. We gotta do this again. It's like fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, 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 again, they they really captured the the traits of the turtles really, really well. Oh yeah, yeah. Like like whoever they had uh, spotting them on on that stuff really did their job well. Oh yeah, very pleased. Um, that was one of my favorite. You know, Mikey being very insistent. I was like, if we're gonna do it. We gotta do it right. We we gotta do it. We gotta do it. Do it. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and move to issue five, the issue big five. grand finale. And I immediately opened the wrong issue. Fantastic, guys. Uh. All right. Issue five. It starts with the <laughs> Bebop and Rocksteady fighting the Megazord. Another sentence I didn't think I would ever actually say. Yeah. Um, 
and Shredder then. So so Tommy. Okay, clarify this. So Tommy doesn't actually drive his Megazord thing. His Zord. It. Uh. Well, he does. Like he can control it with the Dragon Dagger, and he also can pilot it as well. Okay. So it's it's both. Okay. Okay. So the Dragon Dagger is is kind of kind of a kind of he's like a remote control car. Well, that you can also drive. Actually, uh, more of a uh, Pied Piper type thing. So the wait the the Dragon Zord is sentient. Yes. Oh my God. I'll tr- I'll just trust you on that. I this is it's, it's it's both. Like in in the original Sentai, they are like the embodiment of like dinosaur gods. Okay. Sure, why not? Again, and and the thing is, I I'm fine with that. Like that that I can I I can ride with that. Yeah. There are just other decisions that I absolutely can't ride with. Yeah. Uh. So. So the Dragon Zord shows up to to kind of even the battle, or to to not even the battle, but like level the playing field. Le- no, it's not even level the playing field. It, it's it, at this point, it's throw well, a big know. wrench in the works. Yeah, yeah. Like th- actually, they they knocked out Bebop and Rocksteady pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> so a the Dragon Zord evens it back out, and immediately once the, the Dragon Zord shows up. Who is it? Like Zordon? Yeah. Yeah, Zordon makes Metalhead enormous using Donnie's throwaway little... No. No? No, it was Billy's idea. Was it Billy's idea? Okay. Yeah. That's right, that's right, because because they're not, they're not the Power Rangers right now. It doesn't matter. It's still silly. There's always time for accuracy. That's, yeah, well... Again, there's not always time, but there is time right now. There is always time for accuracy. The <laughs> so Metalhead is then turned into a into a, into a giant mech, and the the Rangers are driving him because when you know Donatello built Metalhead, he clearly built him with s- seating capacity. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know th- that makes perfect sense. Uh, un- unless we just assume they use, you know, ancient dinosaur magic to create seats too, you know, yeah. why not? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so <laughs> they, they just so keep... cynical, so crabby. <laughs> Did you not get a nap today? I'm just saying, like, as much fun as this this these this run is, so much of it does not make sense. You're trying to apply logic. To teenagers that transform into spandex, like you have to remember, my favorite series is the Ninja Turtles, and they're and as silly as mutant turtles are, and their antics, they still conform to a certain level of logic that the Power Rangers just completely disregard. Do they? They do. I mean, how is it any different from any other hero transforming into a costume like, say, Iron Man or, you know, getting enhanced powers through, you know, um, 
any mm-hmm. other type of mean. I mean, whether any, any other type of means, whether it be magic, technology. Well, first off, magic is a cop out, straight up. Technology is almost a cop out. No, technology is a cop out as well. But magic is real. No, 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 no. Okay, David Copperfield. Let's let's just let's get to the end of this, so so we I can who hurt more. you. Who 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 hurt you, Sergio? <laughs> My tattoo artist. Um, oh no! Well, that's a given. Yeah. So so halfway through this fight, Zordon's all like, "Hey, this Megazord possesses innate adaptive c- capabilities. You must utilize them now before it's too late." Yes. Which is, w- which, which, like that is, that is literally a sentence that justifies whatever you want it to justify. The justification of that is the fact that I need a freaking toy. Bad. <laughs> yeah, I need yeah. it, and I like, need Ranger Turtle figures. So, so the Megazord combines with Metalhead, and we now have a giant. M- Turtle Megazord. Mega Turtle Zord. Mega Turtle Zord. Or it's, 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 oh my god. Hey. <sighs> does it look good? It looks good. It does. It looks very good. <laughs> uh, and it, obviously, the turtles win. They uh, they they use Shredder's little box thing to unpower him from the the, the green Ranger's coin. Uh, they they get his mor- morpher back and get it to Tommy. Uh, there then there's a lot of teleporting away, and it, ultimately at the end, Shredder, Sh- Shredder and and Rita basically say, "We're not done here." You know. And they teleport Rita and Shredder and Goldar and a couple of other cronies that I don't recognize. They get teleported to Dimension X. She'll they elope? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they elope to Dimension X. Suggesting that the plot of the next you know, crossover is going to bring in, let's say, Krang and the Rock Soldiers and and and, and people from Dimension X. Yeah. Ooh, Rock Soldiers and Putties teaming up together. What? Yeah. They just, all you have to do is put Putty in the oven, and you have Rock Soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> a little, a little too long. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much how the the story ends. Um. Most importantly, Tommy and Tyler make up, and you know they're both now no longer part of the Foot Clan, uh, and everyone is back on the straight and narrow. Yeah, Casey's gonna keep an eye on him. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so. Before we go into overall reviews of 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 the entire series, because I have a lot to say still. What do you have in issue five? I thought it was a nice wrap up. Um, 
again, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed all of this. Um, just from me being a Power Rangers fan, Super Sentai slash Super Sentai fan, and Turtles fan, mm-hmm. um, I I really never thought we'd get to see this happen. We'd only get that crappy next mutation crossover. Yeah. Um, which had good fighting, but that was about it. Um, <laughs> um, but no, it was, it was, it was all thoroughly enjoyable. Of course, I, you know, I loved the, the turtle Megazord. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, getting to see Bebop and Rocksteady. I would have liked to have seen more, a little bit longer fight with Bebop and Rocksteady, you know, um, instead of just like a, couple of panel and then they're down for the count um but you know you you've got only so much story to tell and only so many panels yeah yeah but yeah no this was this was thoroughly enjoyable um but just a, just a just a big just fun read for me overall yeah, and and you know I, I can't fault i can't fault you for enjoying it, it it's it, it is absolute like fan candy is what it is. Yeah. Um, it, it, it has all of the, the moments that you want out of specifically these characters and, and, and their interactions with each other. I don't think it stands up on its own at all. Mm-hmm. Like take all of the characters, all of these beloved characters that you have out and replace them with generic people. Mm-hmm. The story is muddy and boring and confusing and I, I don't see why I, there's no way for it to stand on its own like it, it is so steeped in fan service jargon that it's hard to say that it's a great story um, so you, you definitely felt that if they had maybe taken their time a bit more instead of kind of rushing through to get to five issues, like it could have been like maybe six or seven issues or eight even, and kind of spent a bit more time d- with development and, and, and you know in, in relationships and whatnot, and maybe not been so on the nose about um, certain plot points. Uh, you know, yeah, that that's that's part of it. That's that's definitely part of it. Um, they crammed a lot. Like let's let's just look at it this way. How many how many characters are in this 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 story? Just from a from a count, there's there's five there there's six rangers. There's four turtles. That's ten. Then there's Sh- Shredder, Rita, Bebop, Rocksteady, Goldar, two other dudes. Um, three, three other dudes. That's 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 eight more characters. That's eighteen. Um, plus, did I say Splinter? No, the other Splinter, April, Casey, um, Karai, um, Baxter Stockman, th- this new character, Tyler. Like, there's there's upwards of twenty some odd characters that you have to service over a five issue series. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you pare that down, like don't include Casey, don't include Splinter, don't include April, 
don't include Bebop and Rocksteady. There was no reason for Baxter Stockman to be there. Like, there's so many things they could have just cut out or saved for later that I believe the story would have benefited from it had we gotten more time to marinate in understanding the relationship between all these these characters. Uh, instead, what we got was surface-level quips and jokes here and there, mm-hmm. which I don't think is really a – like this isn't a problem exclusive to this crossover. The All three of the – I know you haven't read them, but all three of the Batman crossovers in, uh, done by DC are rife with this, this exact problem mm-hmm. where – they they do they do toy with some some character stuff in the second like the second run of them, um, but ultimately it's just oh man Batman's so cool and Batman's like oh these turtles are so weird and it's just that over and over and over, right? Uh, and, and I and I feel like this one falls into that trap. Um, what 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 makes me happy is that you're right it's a fun read. As much as I complained about it not making sense. It's a fun read. Mm-hmm. If you like either or both of these properties, you're probably going to find something that you really dig. And they've laid the groundwork. They've gotten the easy stuff out of the way. If they do another five issues, they can take it places that are actually interesting and aren't having to... to, to... It's, it's almost like the origin story problem where... Like Spider-Man, how many times have we seen Uncle Ben die? Oh, God, a lot. You know, we don't need another one of those. Th- this this whole series was Uncle Ben dying. It was exactly what you expected it to be. Mm-hmm. And now that that's out of the way, I'm excited to see where they go. Okay, I can give you that. That's very long and uh, thought out. <laughs> I mean, I can, I, can, I can agree with a lot of those beats. I really can. Okay. Um, and I can, I can see that, but I can also, in the other sense, I get that, that irritation. And then also with, with my just, you know, turning off all of that and just being able to read and enjoy just a fun ride. But yeah, I, I would like to see a bit more fleshed out Mm -hmm. and not as super rushed. Um, but again, that only leaves the next crossover, uh, you know, plenty of room to develop and just do do more and maybe water down the fan service just a little bit as much as it kind of ugh, I feel weird saying that um <laughs> water down the fan service <laughs> just a little bit and just and just really kind of like do something you know interesting like hey have one of the turtles turn evil because of a corruption from the power coin or something or, or you know who knows turn Freaking Shredder into Lord Zed. I don't know. Whatever. Just oh, do something dude. interesting and different. Turn turning Shredder into Lord Zed. Like I would take back everything I have said. Like th- th- if that's what they were setting up to, I I I I'm sorry, but I I just don't feel like that's what they were going with here. Well, no. Yeah. Still be cool though. Oh, absolutely. That's basically what Lord Zed was. Was at least I felt like, you know, an evil shredder type, you know, mm-hmm. dude. Uh, other things that I really enjoyed, I really enjoy the art. Um, I'm not an anime guy, 
but I do appreciate some Japanese influence. Uh, and, and the brightness of the colors is so welcome. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about the world. Like the, the version of the turtles that they established, Mm. you know, we said it was heavily based on the cartoon, the original cartoon with some sprinkling of the 2K3 cartoon in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like enough that it, enough that two different generations of Turtles fans can easily get into this. Yeah. Uh, there's even enough of the, 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 the Nickelodeon cartoon sprinkled in that maybe even three generations of Turtles fans could dig this. Yeah. And you you have not seen the newer movies, obviously. No. Uh, I feel but, like this version of the Ninja Turtles is what they should be shooting for in movies. Oh, yeah. Totally agree. Because they're... They, they, they carry all of the same traits that everyone felt has, you know, fell in love with a long time ago, but it's modern enough. And shredder is a character that that should actually be taken taken seriously. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I feel like someone is going to realize that someone at who is it paramount or whoever owns the rights or whatever is going to realize this is the version of the turtles that we need to be exploiting because I want to see more turtles stories written in this world. I don't necessarily have to have more crossovers, crossovers with the, with with the, the power Rangers, but I want more turtles stories. Mm-hmm. This, this gives me hope that people understand the turtles. Yeah. Cause a lot of people don't understand the turtles. No, they don't. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I said a lot of very negative things about these books in the past hour. And I'm going to stand by them, but don't let that completely inform. My, like, I enjoyed I enjoyed my time with them. They made me chuckle. They made me smile. I just don't know if this brand of fan service is what I'm here for. You expected something a little more robust? Something a little more, something with a little more teeth, story-wise. Okay. You know, rather than like a carnival fair ride of turtles and 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 Power Rangers references, mm-hmm. there's definitely room for improvement. Yes, I guess that does it for this episode. Yeah. Um. Let's let's see. Our next episode is episode forty. Oh man, are we up to forty already? Wow. I think we are, Jeff. Is that another character spotlight or no? It absolutely is, good sir. Oh. Can you guess who's next? We're we're talking about Steve. No, uh if if my my calculations are correct, the the character spotlight we're doing next time is Casey Jones. Ooh. Casey Jones is next. Uh after that, we're going to dive back into the uh original cartoon. So, Exciting. We haven't watched TV in a while, actually. We haven't. Well, Jeff, when you're not podcasting, or where can we find you? You can find me at the Warp Zone Arcade, a place 
for gamers, run by gamers. Um, we have lots of retro goodness, including Neo Geo, Fatal Fury, King of Fighters, Metal Slug, Windjammers, um, you know, four to five hundred plus games, ranging from you know Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Four, and you know later PlayStation Five eventually, um, and you know Xbox and all the other good stuff. Um, we do tournaments, birthday parties, and more. You know. You'd be guaranteed to find something that you probably never played or even heard of at our at our arcade. Please come check us out. Please look us up on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, as far as time frame, I don't know. You <laughs> you don't know. I you still don't know. don't know. We're up to some pretty high freaking cases lately. So yeah. Well, it but 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 rest assured, the 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 warp zone will have a triumphant return. Oh yes. Uh, as for me, just visit realitybreach.com. Um, there, there you'll find all my stuff. Um, but I, I would rather you follow all of the Shellheads, uh, socials, uh, on Facebook, we're Shellheads Podcast, on, uh, Instagram, I believe we're Shellheads Podcast on that as well. If you want to follow Reality Breached, we have a Twitter, uh, it's Reality Breached, it's at Reality Breached. Uh, we're also on Facebook there. Just a lot of, a lot of, a lot of podcasts. A lot of podcasts. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and announce this here since I have nowhere else to announce it right now. Uh, I think we're, we're, we're shooting for a launch date of next week, maybe end of this week. Um, but reality in space, (laughs) the tattoo makes sense. Uh, full circle. I like it. Full circle. No, we are launching a James Bond podcast. Ooh. named Debriefing and Cocktails. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be me and Reed Walker watching every single James Bond movie, and he's going to host it. Reed Walker is hosting a podcast. Wow. Yeah, it's it, it's 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 like watching a baby walk. I swear, it's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> Check those out. Otherwise, tune into Shellheads. Next time, uh, when we talk about Casey Jones, uh, and subscribe via your favorite podcast application, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google Play, Google Play Podcasts, Google Play Music. Like we're on all of, we're on all of them. So if you have a podcast player, look for us. I promise you, we're there. If not, let me know. I will get us there. With that said, I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're Shellheads. miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast, visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.